welcome back to the A Lot of Critics podcast for this week's Buzz on the Blacktop. We've got a few things to talk about this week. All right. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Pun. <laughs> I wish I could say it was intended. It wasn't intended, but uh, I'm taking credit well played. for it. Well yes, played. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the bat suit. Yeah. The Pattinson, Matt Reeves bat suit. Yeah. Um, I, the second I saw it, I texted you. Yeah. And I was like, go on YouTube now. Like, you have to see this. <laughs> I was already excited. Yeah. I'm even more excited. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I think as the casting has been rolling out, um, I've been getting more excited. Uh, Pattinson immediately. I was like, yes. Uh, I want to say four or five years back, I wanted Pattinson to play Batman Beyond to be like the younger Batman. But instead, we're getting just a younger Bruce Wayne for the new um, Batman trilogy, possibly, for Matt Reeves, depending on how far it goes. Um, But yeah, getting Planet of the Apes guy, new Planet of the Apes guy, Matt Reeves, um, Cloverfield guy, to take Batman in a new direction, a detective direction. Mm -hmm. And this was our first, very first glimpse at what people were rumoring what the Batsuit was going to look like, and we got the test footage. Yeah, which I love that DC is doing these test footage teases now. Yeah. They did one for Birds of Prey. They did one for Joker. Uh, It's extremely effective because for them, it's not a lot of work. No. And I feel like they do this anyway behind the scenes for films where they shoot a little bit to see how it's going to play and how it's going to look. Yeah. Release it to the public. You build a hype like crazy, like months before you get a teaser trailer out. Yeah. It's genius and it's a very like branded thing. It's like a DC thing to do right now. Really cool. I have two modes when it comes to anticipating a film. Mm -hmm. It's either this is going to be awful. Why did they do this? Or this is going to be the greatest film of all time. (laughs) There's no way it can be bad. Yeah. And, you know, not every film is that extreme, but I can't help but have those extreme emotions. And for this one, I'm way on the excited end, where yeah. I'm like, the music is incredible, the yeah. look is so good, yeah. and the style, and his track record for directing is just, he's great. Yeah. It's, it'll, be, it'll be a perfect movie, how could it be anything less? Yeah. Yeah, I remember, you know, immediate reaction as we were discussing it, you're thinking the fact that the bat suit has incorporated, mm-hmm. possibly, What's rumored, rumored is the gun that killed his parents is molded as the bat symbol. Yes. Is it? We're not certain. Matt Reeves hasn't confirmed it, but so much speculation, so much analysis going out there on the internet, which also makes this tease all the more buzzy. Yep. It's just like people are dissecting one minute and seven seconds of... Robert Pattinson, just the upper, you don't even, we don't even know if there's ears yet. We haven't seen the ears. We haven't seen the ears. We haven't seen the utility belt. We just see the logo, part of the cape, and his face and his eyes slightly opening at the end. Oh, and the, the, the jawline. The per, yeah, the perfect bat jawline that oh, you have yeah. to have. Always think back to like Batman animated series. Kind of sets the tone for that, the way Bruce Timm and his animators like created that very stoic build and yep. just oh it's just so batman yes. it's just so batman for the gun symbol i didn't think that immediately i yeah. don't think you did either no when no we, when we talked about it no but then looking online we saw all these theories people were definitively like that is the gun yeah if you look at this you can see that it's clearly like there's like a handle a grip thing yeah and if that's true it's incredible symbolism 
because he's taking the thing that destroyed his childhood and created him, literally yeah. created the Batman, and wearing that right on his chest. And it looks like it almost comes apart into two like batarangs or two like tools. Yeah, possibly. So it's possibly. not it's useful also. Yeah. If this isn't what it is, I feel like Matt Reeves is going to be going back to his script and be like, <laughs> oh, jeez, this is really good. i got to put this back in here. Yeah, I didn't think about that. The only thing that's a little depressing about this <laughs> is that I was like, wow, what a cool idea. What a neat idea. And then I found out that it was Kevin Smith's idea. Kevin Yay. Smith, self-declared king of all nerds who loves to pitch in and talk about things when he really shouldn't. Yeah. And for some reason, news outlets including us, yep. start talking about him and reporting the things that he says. It needs to stop, but it'll never stop because he's just a part of the cycle now. And yeah. I I hate to admit it, but I got to give it to him. So much of what he's done is just garbage. But, I, <laughs> but if you sift through the trash, you find little treasures. Yeah. And this is one of those times when he had a good idea. Yeah. I, I think this is brilliant. I hope it's what they actually do in the film yeah it helps you know one of the things i do empathize with him on is how much of a fanboy he is of batman yes he may have some different takes on batman that are like what no but um he's a huge fanboy and you can't can't knock the guy for like loving batman so much and you know going all in with so many things like the comics he's created like the ideas he's created and you know the you know Batman vs Superman. He was out there, you know, supporting it. Didn't get a lot of love, but you know, you and me loved it. And you know, he was throwing nods to like, oh, this happened in Dark Knight Returns and different stuff. So Kevin Smith has some pluses if we want to go. I don't know. You know, just yeah. I don't hate the guy. I just think that he's not an authority. And it's like, it's cool that you're a fan, but we're all fans. Yeah. And like, why have we decided that he's the fan that we're all going to listen to? Whenever a new movie comes out, it's like, Kevin Smith says this. Yeah. I think it's partly because he gushes over everything. Yeah. So he's an easy soundbite for anything that you put out. It's like, oh, well, you know, I'm sure he said incredible things about Rise of Skywalker. And since no one else was saying incredible things, they're like, well, let's put what Kevin Smith says on the news. So, I don't know, Kevin... I liked Clerks, and I liked Clerks the Animated Series. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about him too much. He's going to find us. On, on to the real passion, as we've already discussed in our first buzz on the blacktop, The Matrix 4, Dave. We got some more footage. More footage. More footage, and for me, this is more exciting footage. This isn't Keanu Reeves <laughs> looking Looking up. up. Yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. No, this is Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. Yes. Flying. Yes. Jumping. Riding testing, a motorcycle. Riding motorcycle. Testing the limits. Going back to when Keanu first jumped from building to building but fell. Yes. Whoa, what is going on? I will tell you 100% accurately exactly <laughs> what happens in those scenes. So spoilers <laughs> if you don't want to know what definitely happens in this film. <laughs> so... Jumping off the roof is the first part. It's Trinity trying to convince Neo that he still has powers, that he can do special things, that he can fly. He doesn't believe, but he kind of like thinks maybe, maybe. So he willingly runs with her to jump off, but mm-hmm. then he can't do it. And he falls, and then she pulls him back up. Yeah. 
that if you look at the language the body language of them that's what it feels like you yeah know, what do you think yeah no i mean i love it but it's very hard to tell to interpret like where the cut actually ends as well because are they just goofing off with like somebody doing a superman pose with flying back up uh, yeah. where does the catch happen i mean so many edits happen with these movies so was the whole purpose of that scene just to show the roof jump and True. nothing else so maybe yeah we don't know yeah we don't i know. mean because it could have just been the two of them doing a roof jump and they land somewhere else they're going into different parts of the matrix because right now theories going around yeah. trinity is just a different part of the matrix yes. trinity is not around in the real world so what is she doing who is she is mm. it trinity she you know it's it's carrie ann moss but what part does she take in this now? Yeah. When you go into the Matrix, you have your own self-image. Yeah. But what if someone was able to hack and improve so that you could enter the Matrix and look like someone else? Yeah. So someone outside goes in because they know about Neo being trapped there. They know that the only way to reach him would be Trinity. Yeah. So this is not her. And yeah. it's going to play on the memories that Neo has of her. And playing into the hacker's world that the Matrix... Yes takes part in and the advancement of this idea of the matrix with all that we know about computers and technology and yeah. everything that's advanced since the first movies came yeah. out they can play a lot more with that type of storytelling one other thing i want to say about the other footage where they're riding a motorcycle yeah yeah it might seem like oh they're just riding a motorcycle but if you look at neo's back he's got a rig and a wire connected to him and there's a huge structure above him He's gonna fly off that motorcycle. Oh! Guarantee it. If you look at the wide shots, there's a giant metal rig with a wire, and it's connected. Something's gonna happen. He's gonna take off. He's gonna fly off, or be pulled off, or something. But he's definitely gonna get. They wouldn't shoot that scene the way they're doing it with a huge giant contraption if they weren't gonna pull him off of it. Why? Interesting. Is he willingly going? Are they gonna crash? Is he gonna fly off of it? Is someone gonna attack them? Don't know. But he's definitely he's definitely gonna launch off that. It's yeah, cool, so. yeah. Here, here's here's a thought real quick on this: is what if he's almost like in the train man's station, and just when she thinks she's gonna break him out of where he is, he gets pulled back. Yeah, he is stuck where he is for a reason. Oh, and this is Trinity trying to get him out. Yeah, what if he is in lockdown? And there's like a safety feature where if he gets too far out, he just gets physic physically, physically literally pulled back. pulled back. Oh, I like that. Just like, you know, when he was trying to escape the train man's area, yeah. he would run through the tunnel and wind up on the other side of the tunnel, not being able to leave because it wasn't his world. I think that would be perfect. A complete world building that the Matrix started but never branched off on is having these types of programs existing in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. And if we had another area that somebody else is controlling, the Frenchman will be in this. I don't know if you saw that. Really? Yes. In the casting? I'm almost certain I saw it in the casting. We could re-edit this if it's not true. But yeah, what if he's a part of this agenda of keeping Neo in lockdown because he's the one that knows his potential and he's the one keeping his memory yes. just to the point of knowing his powers but not knowing who he is. Meanwhile, the machines create a program of Trinity to remind him of what he is, what he loved, and why he did what he did. Oh my gosh, there's so much. Okay, you know I was just talking about like yeah. movies that I'm either excited about or not excited about? 
this movie is I, layers. I can't help myself from overhyping it. Yeah, I'm all, like what you just said. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be incredible. Yeah. There's gonna be multiple factions all fighting against each other. There's so much you could do, and there's so much you could bring back. And I, I trust the Wachowskis. I really do. Wachowski, and is it? Right? They're I, not both doing. It? Is it just? I Lana? think it's just Lana. Yeah. All right. Well, I trust her. I kind of want them to both be back, but even if it's just her, yeah, she was kind of like, well, and again, this is a plus for me, negative for everyone else. She was kind of like the mastermind behind a lot of the movies post-Matrix, including Cloud Atlas and Jupiter Ascending, Eww. which, you know, <laughs> that may be a warning sign to some people, Yeah, but the creativity is there. Yeah. And that's what I love about everything they do is whether it succeeds or fails, it's unique, original, and creative. Yeah. So I know we've talked about again before in our last podcast about Matrix and throughout the idea that, you know, high school Josh loved Matrix so much that he was ready to just start the script for the Matrix re-entry. Now, Dave, I got a different one for you. Okay, better than re-entry? Possibly, possibly. I like re-entry because it fits the wording that they use. Okay. What about Matrix Resurrection? Ooh, I love it. Resurrecting Neo. I love it. And it fits their philosophical ideals and yes. the parallels that this follows with Neo being the one. And we go back, go back to the first one where uh, the hacker who meets him at his doorway yeah. says, you're my very own personal Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, the, I mean... The religious aspect so of it. So many names, so many drops that the Wachowskis threw in there. Yes. I mean... It's perfect. They, they, mm, all right. If they don't take... All the ideas we've just described, <laughs> at least use Resurrection as a title. Yeah. Because that, that fits with everything. And it just is so symbolic of the fact that this franchise is coming back. Back to life. Is they're bringing this back to life. Yeah. They're bringing these characters back to life. We don't know how far in the future this is, because all we've seen is in-Matrix stuff. Oh, yes. This could be a thousand years in the future. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, I can't wait. All right. I'm excited. You know what else I'm excited about? It's coming a little sooner. Yeah. Bill and Ted. Yes. Bill and Ted. Excellent. Yes. No George Cardlin this time around. Right. Which yeah. will be a little disappointing, but we got a photo drop recently. Yes. Two, of, two of them wild stallions in suits. Yeah. At a wedding? Are they wedding singers now? Oh, no. Have they sunk in that low and that's what they're doing? Is that they perform at weddings? I don't know. Ooh. We know they both have daughters. Yes. And Which I, are probably their, ver, you know, the princesses again, you know, yeah. something like that. I think the daughters are going to be the main characters of this. That's my prediction. Other than that, we haven't, you know, I can't dissect this the way I can dissect the Matrix. Yeah. But I'm still getting used to clean-shaven oh, Keanu. Man. It's a little weird. Yeah. Like, the beard really works for him, and when he doesn't have it, it's like, ah. Uh, oh, especially with the uh, moppy Ted hair. Yeah, with, like, the, yeah. the long hair. But I think that's on purpose, because he's supposed to look a little dopey. Yeah. And by the end of the movie, when time travel hijinks are over and they're cool again, he'll have his beard. Yeah. He'll be full, cool, John Wick-looking Keanu. That's my prediction for that. That, that's, that's that would be... Oh, man. That would be a great... Not necessarily fourth wall breaking, but I feel like by the end, if like the two of them, both of them, have accomplished growing beards, and they're like, whoa, we finally <laughs> did it. Yeah. Excellent. You know, That'd be great. Yeah. Just to play on, like, dude. how cool they can be yeah. <laughs> with facial. Dude, looks good, dude. Oh, <laughs> thanks, man. Oh, like, man, I could be a yeah. hitman looking like this. Yeah. Oh, please. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> do it. I'll do all the references, all the Easter eggs. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. If you watch our lot reviews, you'll see that I saw Sonic. I loved Sonic. 
I managed to score an exclusive interview with Sonic himself. Nice. It was great. It was an honor. I can't believe he chose us out of all the like people to be interviewed by. Yeah. Um, I think he, that's his thing, though, is he's kind of going for the smaller people and helping us out. So hugely appreciated. Yeah, yeah. And what a great opening weekend for him. New February record. I think for opening weekend, I forget what the exact actual number was, but 70, 80 million. Whoa. It, was, it was up there. Yeah. Um, completely unexpected by everyone, I think. Took everyone by surprise. Yeah. And I'm so happy that the movie's doing so well, but I'm a little bummed because it's now kind of turned into this turf war with Birds <laughs> of Prey, where people are like, oh yeah, get him, Sonic. It's, a, it's great to get Birds of Prey out of here. I'm so happy to see Sonic doing well. It's like, this is not like a direct... We have one of these is an R-rated action movie, and one of them is a family, family film. Family feature, For children. Yeah. They're not in competition. They can both do well. Yeah. They're both great, and they both deserve to do well. Yeah. And it it's one of the things about pop culture fandom that kind of, like, hurts sometimes when you see people drawing these lines. Yeah. And you get... I always think about kids and young kids. And when I feel like you're a little kid and you like Birds of Prey, you like Sonic, and then you see like adult fans trashing those things or telling you that you're dumb for liking one or the other. Right, yeah. And it's don't do that, man. Yeah. Like it's fine to have opinions. It's fine if you don't want to see things. But really, like all the comments and stuff on different videos and YouTube videos I've seen have been so like mean spirited. Yep. You you saw both. And you liked them both. Yeah. And you don't have to pit either one against one another. You just say, I loved it. I loved yeah. them both. Yes, we didn't get Harley Quinn to interview with us, but you did get Sonic. Not yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And, you know, touching on Sonic, do you think, well, is it official? Did he break the curse? Yes. He broke the gaming curse. I, I think so. I really, really think... Well, I don't know how much needs to be done to truly, truly break the curse, if one movie's enough to do it. Yeah. But this is a huge step towards it, because this film was a good movie first, and a video game movie second. So, it, and I think that's the flaw that all these other video game movies make. Is they, they care try. too much. Yeah, they care too much about the source material, or being faithful to something, or pleasing some invisible audience that doesn't really care. This movie had Sonic Easter eggs in it, but they took so many liberties. They changed so much. Yeah. But that's what made it work as a film. They yeah. focused on the movie and they made it interesting to watch. And if Tom Holland wants yeah. Uncharted yeah. to be halfway decent, they have to learn from that. They have to do the same thing. Yeah. He, he's out there talking about how great his movie's gonna be and how awesome it is. Yeah. How many are yeah, it's it's been multiple directors bouncing. It, first, it was I think uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane uh, director, and then it bounced to Travis Knight most recently. I'm trying to think who went after that, but Ruben Fleischer right now is the rumored director, Venom director. So he's tied with Sony. Yeah. He's tied with Spider-Man, who mm -hmm. was rumored to be in Venom. So they have a connection there, but Venom. I mean, he's not doing the sequel. Uh, yeah. is this is this a yes man for the studio I, I wish it was gonna be good mm -hmm. but everything about this is pointing to a disaster like you said how many directors have bounced yeah and I thought for sure they would have had their guy with Travis Knight coming fresh off of Bumblebee mm -hmm. he did Kubo which was fantastic yep. Bumblebee which was you know a Transformers movie that finally hit home yeah. as like a great Transformers movie and it was like alright maybe he then you know prior to knowing about Sonic, maybe he's the one that breaks the video game curse, but 
nope, he's disattached because of scheduling conflicts. And it's like, maybe just scrap the movie and come up with a different idea. I mean, it's going to be an origin video game movie. It's not yeah. even getting right into it. It's like, yeah. Prove us wrong. Yeah, Prove totally. us wrong. I, I love Tom Holland. I want to see him yeah. do different stuff, but. Yeah, I will put a clip of this when the movie comes out in our in our buzz for that that week yeah and we will see if we were correct or if we're eating our words and it turns out that i like wow it. uncharted i think it's got oscar potential yeah. like yeah. oh my who knew all right well thank you again all of our listeners out there uh thanks for listening and we will be back again soon with hopefully some more buzz and that's a wrap <laughs>